Welcome back to the Bad Balance Podcast. This is week number three. We talked a little QBE championship. We talked a little bit about, we talked a lot about the match. We talked a little Charlie Woods. We talked a little John Daly II. We talked a little bit about me meeting Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, this is a loaded podcast with really nothing to talk about. We kind of, we kind of short-sighted ourselves and kind of hit a beautiful flop shot to about two feet this episode. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. But first, Harry Styles. Welcome back. Week three of the Bad Balance podcast. We just finished up the QBE shootout. Um, the match was Saturday. And Kyle DeBeer did not finish in the top 20. He did follow Rune me on Instagram. He's still, though, my guy. Oh, he's, Rune, Rune, Rune he's an amateur. I didn't even know that. That would explain the odds. Right. However, he does follow me on Instagram. So a dub came out of this somewhere. And uh, we'll start with the match. What do you think? I thought it was pretty boring. I, I thought you thought it was boring. I thought it was boring. I thought it was great. I went to my golf course, got a you know nice little beverage, got ready to watch it, and I almost fell asleep. Really, I thought it was pretty good. I just don't like to see Tiger. You're not at full strength, right? You see him hobbling a little bit. Yeah. So, what do you think about Tiger and his performance? It definitely seemed like he was not at full strength, and that he didn't play at the hero to save himself for this match. Yeah, and he doesn't look great. He it was a little it. sad. It's so hard to see your your hero look like that. Yeah, he also didn't make putts. It was interesting. I I don't know. I just he didn't look great, but I I thought the trash talk was pretty good. Trash I talk thought, was good. It was fine. It was fun. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I definitely thought it was the best iteration of the match yet. I think having these teams were pretty good. That's so funny. I I was telling someone I thought this was the worst version of really? the match. That's funny. So well, that 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 brings us to a point where it's like. Should these continue? Is there is they this good? They should definitely continue, but they need to play for something that's interesting. Right. Versus like every hole being something different for charity or whatnot. Yeah. Any takeaways I mean, yeah, from this? That's interesting. I don't think Tiger's gonna play all that hot at the PNC, but right. I'm still rooting for him. I mean, you were getting you were going crazy for Tiger. You were saying I always Tiger go was, crazy for Tiger. I understand, but you were, I was like, Tiger can't walk last week, and you're just like, it doesn't matter. Really. Well, he's superhuman. I thought he'd just <laughs> fix it. The foot's good. Yeah. Boom. Take down these amateurs. <laughs> but all of a sudden, Jordan Spieth looked like 2015 Jordan Spieth. <laughs> well, I thought Justin Thomas looked the best out of them. He looks amazing. He, he, he looks really he good. He truly is like... A golfer. Right. I don't know how to explain it. Shapes yes. it always. Shapes it always. He can hit any club from 100 yards. Has a fairway finder. Yeah. But it was, you know, I think it was good for golf. I, I like watching the one club challenge. Yeah, yeah. The, did you like that it was in the dark? I did like that it was in the dark. I, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I was just freezing in Vegas when I was just watching it. I was just so jealous that they're in shorts at Shorts at night. At night. Yeah, exactly. How's your Playing game? with the boys. How's my golf game? Yeah. It's pitiful. <laughs> you played today. What'd you I shoot? played today. I would have shot north of 80 for sure, as I have the last every month in December and November. You're ranked in the top 75 at one point. 75 of what? Worst golfers ever? <laughs> no, in college. <laughs> Weren't you? <laughs> I don't think I was in the top 75. In, in scoring average? Maybe something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. All I cared about is we were 26 in the country, and I thought we didn't have to go to school anymore. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I this weekend I was in Vegas. How was that, by the way? Yeah, so you ran yeah. into, like, Bryson. So just, 
Yeah, so Bryson people. Yeah, Bryson was there. It was, uh, it was for this organization called Golf Gaming Club, and it's some of the top gamers. They're, the eSports Awards are that weekend. I'm not much of a gamer, so I wasn't really keeping track. All I know is that Bryson was going to be there, so I was going to be there. And then it was a scramble, and the girl that I played with, she, uh, she plays on the LPGA. I recruited her, and she said the weather was worse than the British Open that she played this year. She said it was oh worse God. than Scotland. I run cold. I was dying. I can't. I can't play golf yeah. in the cold. But it was a great golf course, Bears Best Golf Club. Oh, I've played there. Have you? Yeah. So do long you feel like, time ago. So every hole is supposed to resemble one of the most historic holes. Yeah, I didn't really see that. I don't see it. I, like I just saw didn't. rocks everywhere <laughs> and an opportunity to hit a ball in a hazard. <laughs> yes. But it was a great course. It was a great time. Great condition. Vegas is always fun. Wait, really um, quick. Bryson DeChambeau, how far, how far does he hit it? Is it fraud or for real? It's, oh, it's for real. So he hit an 8-iron 210. And what? I was, and I was like, wow, you hit an 8-iron 210. He's like, yeah, it's not even fair. An 8-iron 210? <laughs> I mean, it's like a 6-and-a-half iron. I hit my 4-iron 210. <laughs> but, yeah, the loft is pretty strong because he spins it so much. So you know how like ladies, I've heard his lofts are super low. Yeah. So you know how ladies like they have to use like thirteen degree drivers, and most of their their three wood is like a twenty degree because it doesn't spin enough. Because they don't, they don't spin enough, they don't have enough speed. Exact opposite for Bryson. So Bryson's he got spins it way too much. Spins it way too much. So his eight iron is is most of the moderns like a little bit stronger than modern seven iron. Just wow. so he can, yeah, and then... Um, Good problems to have. Right, and he was still getting pretty high spin numbers, so I was like, so I was like, okay, let me get this straight. So from 209 and in, you have five clubs. You have a nine iron, pitching wedge, gap wedge. Well, that's the wedge. same for me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I got four iron, three iron, five wood, three wooden driver. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's got... He's got four calls. He's like, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to work on. And he said, he was saying, that's what does he hit from 120 yards? I yeah, mean, thing, it's just a just, chip lob wedge. Exactly. But the thing is, like, he now has two swings. He has a swing that he started his career with, and now he has his long drive swing. Oh. And so I asked him at the PLDA. Generally speaking, this is where the golf coach comes in. Generally speaking, when you're a long drive guy, you have to strengthen your grip so that you can have way more wrist hinge and yet still keep the face square. Because when you flatten your wrist, like. Guys like Colin Morikawa, Dustin Johnson, they can't hinge their wrists because their wrist is in a position where that's not it's possible. Bowed. Exactly. And so Bryson, when he's playing or when he's doing long drive with his setup and the way that he starts with the shaft back, I was asking him. He's like, when I start with the wider setup, standing further away, tilted more, my grip is automatically turned when I start. And that's all to get the center of gravity back. Exactly. To hit it up. And so he's like, it just naturally happens. And the harder I hit, naturally, my hands get stronger and stronger. Wow. So then his grip was actually noticeably stronger than I, I Do you I think thought. this is going to make him more prone to injury or he's strong enough to handle it? His swing's good enough? I, you know, it's injury resistant in a way? Yeah, I, I, think, if he, I think if he watches the way he, he takes care of his body and doesn't speed train as, as you know, hard as he did in the beginning, I actually think he'll be okay. I just think he'll be okay. But I'm I don't interested think to see how this new wave of hit, smash and find it, if these guys get hurt more often or not. So and it's, it's seeming like it's not really a big issue. Yeah, so what's interesting is, one, I mean, like, these guys don't drink 12 Diet Cokes a day, like John Daly, right? But also, um, Bryson in particular, his swing isn't that generated by, by rotation through the ball. 
he'll actually rotate past, so his feet will twist after. But he, he's very much generated by how up and down he goes. So he'll push off the ground mm. and push into the ground. So Ground I forces. Think, right. So the way he swings is more like a basketball player who jumps a lot. Okay. So his back injury will come from uh, more of like how, you know, there's fatigue in it and if he starts twisting in a wrong way. which At the wrong time. At the wrong time. Which I don't know if he'll add that portion. I actually did ask him, like, if you wanted to get a little – which he was – this is the part that sucks – is, like, I really want to dislike Bryson DeChambeau. I want, like, I, I sports-hated Bryson DeChambeau for a long time, and now I'm a fan. Super cool guy? Super cool guy. Talked to me, answered all my questions, you know, and uh, answered him in full in the way only he can. And then, um, I mean, he knew why he was there, you know, and the, and the monkey danced. He talked to everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. But anyways, back quickly, back to um, – yeah, with, with with the way that he swings, if you know, I asked him how is he gonna gain that extra speed, and he's just like, I just need to keep working on what I'm doing, get more reps, get more speed training, um, and then if I can, the harder I could push down, harder I could squat, harder I could push down, I'll be fine. So it doesn't sound like rotation is really what he's looking for. How so. much faster can he get? A couple miles an hour, two, three miles an hour. So he says, is that what he's looking for? Yeah. So on course, there's a foresight. He hit it. Looked like he hit it pretty normal. Not didn't try to go after it. Uh, 191 ball, which is insane. Jesus, insane. But he wants to get. So he says on on average he's about 195. Weather was really cold, and he's like, I want to get to about 205. So 10 miles an hour. 205 ball. playing. Yeah, ball. Ball speed. Not long drive. Yeah. That's that insane. wouldn't even be fair. That's, That's 360 saying. in the air. Exactly at sea level. Right, and he's like, if I play there, then then he's like, I will max out strokes gained at that point. At that point. Which, at, at that point, also, like, I'm like, I don't know if strokes gained can even measure. Because he'll be Hitting places, the ball that far. Hitting that, he'll be in places where it's like... No one else is going to hit it there. Exactly. So the algorithm is, you just have to put it into the algorithm and then assume... He will be strokes gained at that exactly, point. Exactly. Exactly. So then, I don't, I don't really know, like, you can't really... As long as he doesn't lose the ball, he'll gain five, six strokes off the tee. But, wow. So then, then his... Wedge stats will, or whatever stats will be, will go down. Will go most down likely. like crazy because and his putting probably. Yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. So then, he, yeah, he pretty much can't lose strokes at that point. So is it even a, a number that's worth it? But yeah, anyways, he says two hundred five is is kind of what he's looking for, which is crazy. Ten miles an hour is a long way to go. Yeah, he's a big boy. Though. And it, for someone who seems like they don't even have room to to swing it even exactly. any faster. Exactly. But surprisingly, in person, very smooth. Very smooth. Um, also, he was not in the QBE shootout because he's not allowed to be because he's a member of the Live Tour. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, but the QBE shootout, what would you think? What do you think of that? I liked it. I didn't I watch all too much of it. Right. right. I watched all the highlights and a little bit of the last round. I love these types of events. I like team events, right. scramble, best ball. They were saying, like, Charlie Hoffman and Ryan Palmer were, were, knew their odds and were pretty upset. That, they were the last place. They were literally in the power rankings last. Man, and I would love to have taken that team. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also women in the field. And shout out to all the women listening to this, probably none, that they had to play from the same tees. They had to play from the same tees? They played from the same tees. Which is I'm gonna, way more impressed by Nelly Corda's play now. Exactly. And I already was. Right. And I just, 
I couldn't believe they had to play for the same tees. Now, granted, it was two of the longer women with, with Lexi Thompson and Nellie Corda, but Corda was hitting from a long way away. All the highlights I saw, she was hitting a wood or a long exactly. iron into the green. She had to play from those tees. So that makes a lot of sense. She just won there a couple weeks ago but uh, at that same course. But she, on the last hole, the guys were hitting. Charlie Hoffman hit a hard wedge. And Corda hit a hybrid and almost hold it out. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just a massive disadvantage for the woman, and yet she still finished fifth. Danny McCarthy can really roll it. They shot 10 under in the final round. Yep, they shot 10 under in the final round, best ball. Um, Oma and Kisner played with her first, uh, two days. first two days and said that they were just amazed at her play. She didn't miss a shot. She rolls the rock. Yeah, she, she putts unbelievably well. Those greens are pretty glass. They're 13, they're 13 on the stem. But anyways, back to the winners. Sahith Tigala. Let's go, brown people. <laughs> and Tim Hoagie. And uh, I just, of course they're going to win. Just, damn it, I knew it. Yeah, damn it, I knew it. Damn it, I knew it. Damn it, I knew it, they're going to win. Um, and uh, they played great the last day. And Sahith made that last putt. Uh, was a really clutch putt. And he actually looked like on the iron shot that he was trying to hit this little bleed cut into it. Downwind. And it just didn't cut, right? And so he that's was the his, furthest from the hole. That's his shot, too, that little exactly. cut. He was the furthest from the hole. He made it, and the other two missed it. They had a chance to tie and force a playoff. They had a chance to tie and force the playoff. So it got pretty exciting. I mean, both of those teams birdied three of the last four holes going into last, and then Sahith obviously birdied the last hole to win. First time a rookie team's ever won. Exactly. And so it's just birdies on birdies on birdies, which is always really fun. And it's cool to see these young guys come out yeah, kind of take it sure. to, the, to the older guys, too. Right. And so I, th- I had a lot of fun. I thought it was a great event. But um, that leads us into another team event. This week is the PNC. You know, and, and obviously Tiger Woods and Charlie's in the field. But there's no odds on it, which brings me to a point. If you're gambling on the QB shootout, if you're gambling on the PNC championship, some serious problems. Just like me. Did you actually gamble on the QBE in person? Yeah. Who'd you put money on? I put money on Homa and Kisner. <laughs> for what? To win. <laughs> you know, what, I, what else do I take a bet you didn't for? put it on top five? No. <laughs> do you know how hard? It's not an NBA game. I go off of a gut feeling and statistics. Why can't you go on? <laughs> I'm glad. First comes the gut feeling, then statistics. I'll take Homa and Kis. I'll take Kisner again this week if he's playing. <laughs> take top fives. Now, nah. maybe <laughs> later. Okay. I shoot for the moon, Josh. Well, I I did not gamble on this because it's just the team format that with twelve players. I mean, with twelve teams, which I guess is a good reason to bet on because there's only twelve teams and you can make money on top five. Once again, you take your bad bet of the week, and you just you know Cordo McCarthy. You just put him top five, which still qualifies for bad bet of the week. It does. And you would have won. But what a really bad bet of the week is to win. <laughs> and if they do that, I have shit-talking <laughs> rights forever. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, well, PNC, PNC Championship, who do you have? I mean, I'm going to say it because I'll say it every week he's in the field. Tiger and Charlie Woods. Right. And this week, Charlie is going to show us something that he's here and he's coming. So, quick fraud or for real? Charlie Woods? Yes. We will we'll do more on it, but Charlie Woods. 100% for real. 
I'm semi-fraud. Are you looking at his tournament scores? I'm looking at his tournament scores. And uh, I know last year when everyone was going crazy, he was he was obviously playing better. But he's, his average scores were 84. Yeah, he couldn't really break 80. But now he's shooting under par. I mean, when he played the Nota Begay, which he qualified for, he didn't get, like, a special exemption into. He was he was fine. Shot 68. Shot 68 one round. But what did he finish, like? He, yeah, barely qualified. Like or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the tournament itself, which is actually one of the... He definitely doesn't have games. Tiger's junior, junior record. For sure. Uh, this most recent one... Uh, at the Plantation Preserve Golf Course in Florida. Uh, he is, I can't even find his name, Charlie Woods. Two rounds, 77, 77, 10 over. That's I a learning curve. How long's the course? Can you see that? Or? Um, I can't, actually can't see that. Well, we'll go to the next one. 38th Nicholas Junior Championship. And Charlie Woods finished, uh, let me find the right group. Charlie Woods finished... Wow, I can't even. Where the hell is he? Just stop, Josh. <laughs> Don't do this. So, anyways, my point being that. You've got him at fraud. I got him at fraud. His scores just aren't there. I mean, Tiger was setting records as like a 12, 13 year old, and this kid, he's, finished, he's shooting 77 every round. I see how the statistics are set up against me here. But yes. I'm going to go ahead and go with my good old gut feeling <laughs> that Charlie Woods is for real. Have you, I mean, just. The Instagram videos I see of him hitting golf shots and right, he looks like an animal. He does. I mean, he he looks strong. he has he like looks, he looks freaking he's got swag, a great swing. man. Yeah, he's got a great swing. Okay, he shot uh, fifteen over in two rounds. I've been so there, Charlie. So he shot seventy five. I've second been there. Round. You can pull yourself out of it. I guarantee shot, you. He shot eighty four the first round. So look, statistically, he's just not a good golfer. Not a good. And at this age, I mean, I I teach a ton of kids. At this age, at thirteen years old. One of my one of my top kids was. Oh, uh, they can shoot sixty two. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he shot sixty four at TPC Valencia, at which is crazy. And that he kids won an EGGA event, and going into the ninth grade, he was he was ranked twenty first in the country. But you don't think having your dad be Tiger Woods that eventually it something's going to click down the line? It can, of course. It's Tiger like Bronny James. You can get anything. Well, okay, Bronny Bronny James. Isn't good. So now we're now Brody, we're just James is literally all goat sons. But his 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 younger son is supposed Bryce. to be really good. Yeah, Bryce is supposed to be the goat. He's really good. Bryce but, is huge. He's like six foot yeah, six, yeah. six foot seven. Bronny's actually not very good. Six three. He looks pretty mean on Instagram, dude. <laughs> yeah, check out the web. It'll help well, you make I bets. I checked out the web. He's twenty seventh on ESPN senior rankings. That's pretty good <laughs> for seniors only. <laughs> LeBron for sure would have been number one. It's hard. You're, we're comparing them to their dads, LeBron, I guess. Yeah, you know? LeBron was on the cover of Sports Illustrated called The Chosen One at the age of 16. That's true. He he shut down. His senior, He there was a televised basketball game, and they had so many vans outside and so many NBA scouts. When the game started and all, they all clicked record, the whole city, for like nine blocks or something, the whole city went out of power because he was in the city of Akron, Ohio. They couldn't handle the amount of buzz. That LeBron James created as a senior in high school. You know, it's not just doing so that? hard to live up to. Oh my Bron- God, for sure, for sure. And like, I think I think Charlie's doing as well as he can. I think he likes it. I think he has the I golf bug, it. and I, I think, think he's he gonna try. It. So it's to see him fully dedicated to the craft. 
and for Tiger to be the one that's kind of like the drill sergeant, it'd be interesting. I think Charlie loves being Tiger's son. I would love to be Tiger's son. You think that you'd Josh. love to be Tiger's son? I sometimes imagine that I am. <laughs> well, imagine... I'll wear a imagine, red shirt on Sunday. Imagine knowing the things that you know about your dad. Were we talking the about the scandal? The scandal? Yep. Knowing how great he was, knowing how everyone, you walk down the street, everyone knows who you are at such a young age. So old news now. Sure. But I think there has to be a part of you that really, you know, you have to have yeah. a certain character to be able to handle all that. And I think Charlie has that. I think he has it. I think he has that. Definitely. And, um, you know, I think a big part of what may be, the, not the demise, but Tiger's struggles is that he's a dad. But he has, to, think, care he has to care for someone else other than himself. And I think that's worth more than majors to him at a certain point. Definitely. Yeah. And now, I think, he's not the same Tiger that was just full throttle, exactly. all go, exactly. I'm going to stomp on your throat. Mm-hmm. And so, now he smiles. I mean, he, he used to not sign autographs. Yep. I went to his tournament five or six times as a kid. I got his autograph one time. I had to stampede through a mob right. to get it. Exactly. And, and I, I watched him numerous times just walk right by me. <laughs> for sure. He didn't sign he one autograph to. for one kid. <laughs> like, he has to, right? But um, fraud or for real, I don't, I don't think Charlie has it. You don't think even in the future he doesn't have a chance? At winning on the PGA Tour? I don't, I don't think so. I think so. For it's, sure. it's really young. He's, it's really early to tell. But We'll I come mean, back with, to this episode. With that swing, how do you shoot 84 as a 13-year-old? Because he's stupid. On the tees that they play on. How he's is he stupid? 13. Tiger Woods is his dad. He's like, I'm Tiger Woods' son. I'm going to aim right at the flag. I don't think so. I think he's Tiger Whereas Woods' Tiger is dad, like, I'm going to aim 12 feet left of this thing. Right. And hit it 137 and a half yards. I would, I would be surprised. If, so when if he Charlie gets that thing. to click in, it's going to be different. But I think right now he's just leaning on his talent. That's where I'm like. You think I'll do have, it forever? I have had so many people who have gorgeous golf swings who can't keep it on the planet. And at some point you have hands or you don't. So you think that he's leaning on his talent right now or he's not using it? No, I think he's – well, whatever. He needs to lean on it a little bit more if he's shooting 84. <laughs> Let's make a bet. What do you want to bet? That he wins a junior golf tournament next year. A junior golf okay, tournament? Okay, let's make a score to par. <sighs> Two rounds. Par. I'll go 12 under. You think he ever plays AGGA? Yeah, he's going to have to. Are you sure? Yeah, you, you don't can't. think any school is just going to be like... Oh, they'll take sure. him for publicity for sure, but he exactly. needs to have some sort of viability. Does he, though? Is Tiger Woods' son not viable enough? He's got to put up scores. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay. Well, he probably he may not play AJJ in the next year. Okay, let score to part. 1,202 days? Two-day event. When's next year? All of 2023? Yeah. I will take that. Done. That is Lock a bad bet of the week for sure. Bad bet of the I'll year, give you Josh. Plus bad bet of the I'll year. I'll give you plus 500. I'll take it. All right. How much are you going to play for? I mean, I'd like 100 bucks. Okay. Thank God. If you went 200, <laughs> I'm like, God, I got to give him $1,000. Racks? Which is so you want to go for a full rack, Josh? <laughs> I do not. We'll go 100 I'll put a rack on Charlie. Put a rack on Charlie? All right. Charlie, you're going to listen to this one day. All right. Charlie went. There's a thousand imaginary dollars on you right now. All right, so 
Moving on. You think Tiger's going to win? You think Tiger and Charlie are going to win? I think Tiger and Charlie are going to be up there, but to, to win, I'm looking at one of these Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas teams. Well, defending champion is John Daly the second and John Daly. Yeah, I saw that last year. And uh, John Daly the second is a stud. He plays Rado for real, John Daly the second. Oof. I, I didn't I didn't warn you on this, so that, that kind of sucks for you because I've done the whole research on this numerous times. I'm gonna say for real. Okay, what you're gonna you buzz. You're gonna throw down scores at me. I'm gonna yep. tell you, no matter what, it's for real. Because John Daly's his dad. This is yeah. a different story. No, it's still like the same level of talent. I okay. I see. I see. But the discipline and the whole all that. The discipline's gonna be different for Daly Jr. Of course. Right. Right. John Daly has said in the past, like I just want John Daly Jr. to not or John Daly the second to not make the mistakes I've made. So there's that. That's good. Yeah. Um, another guy who I think he's very, very proud to be John Daly's son, which I think is a big part. Yeah. He's a big part. Um, okay. Just guess what he's ranked the world amateur golf ranking, Wagger. Top 500. A little higher. Top 600. A lot higher. He's in the thousands somewhere? He is 1,564th. Okay. Got some room for improvement. <laughs> What, the kid who won the U.S. Junior Am, the, the 17, 18-year-old, he's ranked like 19th in the wagon. Think about that. These kids are so good. They're no. good. So, yeah, this kid hasn't exactly performed great at the University of Arkansas. Not even the best player on that team. So I am going fraud. I knew you were going to go fraud. Yeah. He also has a great golf swing. I mean – I kind of sound like a hater. He's got the feel. He's got the he's got the swag. To me, I'm always looking at more than. You're looking at the upside. You're looking. You're looking at the uh, the the tells. The long term. Doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. staring the horse in the eyes. Yeah. You're looking. You're you're looking at the signs. Yeah. More than the scores. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you'd be a good like NBA scout. Russell Westbrook averages. You know. What if I told you I already was? <laughs> Russell Westbrook averages six points in college. Comes to the NBA, averages twenty four. I would have called that. <laughs> you called that. It's Russell Westbrook. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a little segment for you. So none of the bets are up for the PNC Championship. Just fine. I mean, if you're betting on, like I said, if you're betting on this degenerate activity anyways, which Kyle has fully proven. Yeah. Go team. Go team. <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask you, and you alluded to it earlier. There's a, there, I'm going to do a new segment called Damn It, I Knew It. All right? And Damn It, I Knew It, what is your Damn It, I Knew It? I can start with mine. Damn It, I Knew It, Nelly Quarter is really freaking good. Uh, I can go with a Damn It, I Knew It, Jordan Spieth is back. Right. That, yeah, that, is a, that was a pretty bad call. Yeah. Jordan had a great year last year. He won yeah. a couple times. All right, we'll, we'll start with yours. Devin, I knew it. Jordan Spieth is back. What tells you that? He looked good in the match. He did look good. And he kind of had some swag bag. Mm-hmm. He made that putt to win. Mm-hmm. I like seeing Jordan Spieth putt well. Gives me chills. His ball speed is up. Yeah. And that's what he cared about. So now he, he like, it kind of seems like he stops caring about it. He did somewhat allude that he wanted to go back to the way he was swinging when he was younger in his career. Yeah, and then Charles Barkley was like, what do you mean? You're like 30 years old. Right? Yeah. yeah. But. Um, what do you think about that as a swing coach? So he was saying he wants to be a little tighter up against his body. What I, the hell does that mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't 
I don't exactly see how before he was losing that. Um, for a while there, when he was trying to get his swing back, he was working on not swaying off the ball. His, he, would, he does have quite a bit of a hip bump to the right. A little lateral movement. A little, little, especially at the end of his back. So does Justin Thomas. But he had that little bit of lateral movement, and that made him hit down on the ball. He was, you know, he was the poster child for everyone being like, look at Justin Thomas, 115, five up. And he's hitting it, on average, 26 yards longer than Jordan Spieth, who's 113, one down. He's like two miles an hour slower, yet he hits it 30 yards shorter because he hits down on it versus JT. It's five up on it. So I think that got in his head. He wanted to hit up a little bit more, get a little more out of the driver. I remember when Jordan he really couldn't hit that driver. Yes, and like I remember far when Jordan, yeah, or straight, right. So I remember when he was playing with Dustin Johnson in the British Open at St Andrews. He shot a sixty-seven the first day. I think DJ was in the lead with sixty-five. They played together, and he said, "If Dustin Johnson's going to keep driving it the way he is, I have to play absolutely perfect." Yeah, you can't miss a shot. What and are you going to do when a guy has flip wedge in every hole? Exactly. And when I when I heard that, I was kind of like. Great first round. You're not winning. This is what I feel like playing golf with you <laughs> and other people. You used to hit it 20 yards first pass. That's everybody. And now everyone hits it 40 <laughs> yards by me. And I feel terrible about myself. <laughs> and I am literally doing nothing to change it yeah, except it, complain about it. <laughs> Just keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. But in that British Open, that was kind of a tell for me that, like, Jordan just feels like he's limited, even though he's he was the number one, number one player in the world at that point, but he was before. But he just felt like, how long am I going to chip in every time? How long yeah. am I going to make all these make all these sixty footers? Right. I agree with that statement. Exactly. It's and not so, sustainable to to play golf that way at a high level for a long time. So he started trying to change some things, and he tried to get more of a centered pivot, so that his so that he can get a deeper turn, shoulders get a little bit more behind it. That's why it looks like it's flatter, right, right? and more bowed. Exactly, and so that way he can hit more up on it. And he was – I remember hearing stories where he would, like, be visibly and audibly upset during practice rounds because his swing coach, Karen McCormick, would take a video of his swing, and it it would look the same, and he would get really pissed off. And he was losing it, losing it, losing it, and it seems like that's what he means by, I kind of want to go back to what I was doing. Kind playing golf. going Or feeling more connected, not worrying so much about. Well, his swing the last couple of years, it just didn't look like himself. Yeah. It, it looked, looked awkward. Pretty, and yeah, it all, His swing always looked kind of awkward and yep. fidgety. Yep. But it was him. Right. He pulled the trigger when he pulled the trigger. Right. Right now it looks like he, he does not know when to take the club back, when right. to freaking start the downswing. It's tough to see guys like that. For sure. And so – uh, it looks now like he's more connected. Uh, he's trying to be more connected. He wants to really link his arms into his body and just turn with that, that kind of funny little practice, which is different than what he was doing last year. Last year it was, let's get it up, let's fold the arms so it's connected, let's turn, let's get the hand path out, let's lay Shallow the club it. off, let's lay mm-hmm. the club off at the top, turn, so that everything that we do is cutting the ball. So he's actually become more of a pronounced cutter of the ball. He had a little bit of the pulls at the match, but in general, he's trying to cut the ball now. Um, Crazy to watch guys just change their shot shape yeah. mid-career. Most of the guys go from draws to cuts. When you're young, you you don't have the fear with the draw. Exactly. Like, who cares I, if I hook this thing? That's why I think Rory still hits his draw. He's never hit it bad. That's true. So it's just like, why change? All that happens is the draw gets bigger, and he just aims more right. Exactly. And so at one point, when he was 
at the peak of his struggles, he went to a cut. And then he won, and he was, like, pretty open about it. And then he won the Wells Fargo at his favorite Quail Hollow Golf Club. And everyone's like, he's back. And I'm like, he's not back. It doesn't look any better. And then he struggled again for the next whatever much time. Um, and so now that he's back to the draw, I think he's more comfortable. He can still hit his fade, but it's like a hold-on push fade. Like yeah. It was like 200 feet in the air. And it's always forever. it's falling right. Yes, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I think Jordan trying to feel more connected into his body with the turn, move all that together, and still get that kind of cut. And he's he's got a ton of speed. He's got a ton of speed, so I think that helped him. And he does look a lot more – like his swing flows a lot better than it, than it did the last few years. Josh, why does Rory hit it so much further than you do? <laughs> Like you're, are you, you're taller than Rory. I'm taller than Rory. Probably I'm way the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't understand it. He. Uses Do I have the a ground. chance? <laughs> yes, if you can use the ground like Rory. You, Rory uses the ground. Like they, they've actually quantified it. He uses the ground the best out of anyone on tour. That's why he can launch it, being yeah. five foot nine, five foot ten. Pretty much, he uses the ground. He like hits a it as far as DJ. Oh yeah. Oh, easily. He's the longest guy out there, but. Maybe Cameron Champ's probably the longest now on the PJ Tour. But Rory uses the ground like a long drive guy, but doesn't have the arm swing of a long drive guy. So if he wanted to turn into a long drive, he would have to get higher with his arms. He would have to get stronger with his right hand and things like that. Um, but other than that, purely speed-wise, he, sh- he shifts down right hard, turns, resetters, pushing the ground, all that. So he, his, his swing is just how he uses the ground is super effective. Pretty incredible. I got a lot to work on. But the fact that you can control it while doing that is the best part. And to make it look like butter? Yeah. Yeah. So smooth. All right. If you had to put someone at the number one odds for this week at PNC, who would it be? Probably John Daly and John Daly the second. I was going to say the same. Yep. Plus yeah. 120. Honestly, though, if, if Tom Lehman was in better condition and shape, I would give him a fighting chance. His son's good, Sean Lehman. Sean Lehman, he plays on Cal Poly uh, San Luis Obispo. Oh, he's a college D1 player. He's a yep. good, good, good and player. And he, uh, he was also a standout football player. So, frauder for real. He's, he's massive. Sean, he's Sean Lehman, frauder for real. Uh, as of right now, he's not really playing the greatest. But frauder for real isn't like, is he going to make it on tour? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go fraud on that. Yeah. But, I mean, he's, he's we good. We might agree. He's good. He's going to be the one guy that makes it out of the people I chose. <laughs> There's one guy, Thomas Lehman. Good player out of Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. Great golf swing. Wasn't the greatest ball striker. That's, that, that's what I mean with, like, with Charlie, Charlie Woods. You can have a great golf swing and not hit it straight. Look at Aaron Badley. Couldn't hit it. It was a great putter. And everyone's like, what's wrong with the swing? They're like, nothing. He just doesn't have the hands. He, he was he is a multiple time PJ Tour winner at one point top ten in the world so obviously he can hit it but you know what I mean yeah yeah crazy yeah well there are no odds so we have no uh, bad bet of the week or safe bet of the week oh I can Ooh. give you a bad bet what's that Nelly Corda and Peter Corda to <laughs> what, win what are they at no idea there's no odds <laughs> but she was pretty low last week and I'd imagine she'd be low this week and after watching I'm taking her. Anytime Nelly Corder or Kevin Kisner, uh, Kisner are available, taking them. 
anybody wants a Billy Horschel dead last bet, I'll also take it. He almost it. did it. If it wasn't for JJ Spawn, he was second to last. Jason Jason Day looked awful. I took an individual bet with my buddy Ben. Let's. He uh, was. Jason Day looked awful. Oh, never mind. He picked uh, Sahith and Hogue, of course. Oh, okay. And yeah. I picked Kisner and Oma. Yes. yes. But yeah, no, he, they looked terrible. Or, I mean, Jason Day did at least. Well, Lakers are down 65 to 81. AD's got 35 points and 10 rebounds, yep. probably. It's in the third quarter. I'll take them plus 900 to win. Straight up. Bad bet. Bad bet. When that, I see odds like that, I just want to take it. <laughs> it don't matter. And that is the Bad Balance Podcast. Thank you, everybody. We love you guys. Mm-hmm.